ladies and gents, diapers and dog houses, episode seven, I believe. Yeah, episode well, seven. seven in already. Here, look, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Momentum might be eight. Who, mm, goodness. who knows? Who knows? How's it going, y'all? Uh, it's uh, Fat Drink YBA, Gov, the three of the three amigos. Yeah, did I do man, that? It- it was it was funny, man, seeing that text this morning about how how this all started. Oh yeah, the the, uh, the chance encounter at Sharp Stadium. You're right. Yeah, we need, somebody to go back and find that picture. All for three different purposes. It's somewhere. That you know that's right because I was working. You were there because of heritage. That's right. I was working. I was there just for you know for, for the support of the team. You just showed up. Was it heritage versus Newton that night? Yeah, it was heritage Newton. Yeah. Yeah, I just – I was with my little brother, and we were at Pizza Hut or something. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, what? right there. Yep, and I saw the Heritage Band. Uh, oh, the trailer go by. Yeah, the trailer. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I said, look at this. We needed something to do. Let's go check out the game. My brother wasn't excited. You know, he was 10 or something. He didn't care about no football yet. Huh. And so hey. uh, we went over hey. there, man. Lo and behold, man, cross paths with the future, man. Shout out to the Heritage Band and uh, that trailer, man. Those, those. I'll tell you what, you don't know what kind of pride it is to pull up with a marching band. And it's a high school marching band you're pulling in with a trailer with your name on the side of it. Mm. 53-foot trailer with your name on the side of it. Yeah. Well, it was, it was great promotion. It was great, it was great promotion. That's a, that's a lot of time and a lot of effort. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into that. Yeah, oh, my man. gosh. What y'all learned this week, man? What y'all learned this week, man? We got to get back into better with these, uh, these, uh, what do you call segments? Gov, you go first. All right. So, what I've learned is my patience is thinning, (laughs) (laughs) and and I've got to, I've got to make sure that I keep enough padding on the backside of it Mm. to deal with my kids at the house. Um. Mm. Because again, you know, doing what I do all day long, it uh <laughs> I get I get tired of the bull real quick. And mm-hmm. I and it's funny because I used to be a whole lot more patient as a bushy-tailed, bright-eyed AP. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of the old codger that's le- being leaned on the in a sense be the heavy. And I don't have time for the bull. <laughs> so yeah, I'm finding I'm I learned that my patience is is thinning. Mm-hmm. And I'm having to counteract that with, uh, and I know this is going to sound ironic. I'm having to counteract it with prayer. <laughs> with what? Ain't nothing prayer. ironic about that. You know, we like I'm having to. I pray every morning on my way to work. Oh, prayer. Yes. Oh, I have to pray every morning on my way to work for more patience, more, more um, tranquility. Yeah. Um, good. You know, the right footsteps, that kind of thing. So it's just. I, and I'm finding that it's starting to work, yeah. But, um, <laughs> just for me, but that's me. I, I'm learning that I learned more about myself than anything else. Yeah. Um, I, I'll go. You want me to go next? Well, yeah, you, you go. Yeah, you go. Um, what did I learn? I, I just had it in my freaking head, man, and it went away that quick. That's when I'm learning my age is uh, <laughs> that brain is slipping, boy. Man, uh, no, you. man, I uh, I had a uh, well, I can't talk too much on the pod, but 
I had a situation this week where I reached out to, you know, some, I guess I call him some spiritual counsel, bro. But uh, he told me something like he told me uh, I was a little nervous going into the situation. I can't talk too much on the pod, bro. Y'all ain't paying me yet, bro. Um, He said, go in strength and rest in Christ. And I don't know why that just like it. it I said, I'm getting that tattooed on me somewhere, bro. Like, I'm not big on the tattoos, bro, but I got to get that tatted on me, bro. Go in strength and rest in Christ. Like, if if I can't apply that to everything in life, bro, like, I don't know. Those those words just flipped the switches for something, bro. I don't know what it was, man. But so I guess I learned yeah. that, you know, just be confident in everything, man. And, you know, if you do fail or you know, follow on the way, bro. Christ gonna pick you up, man. So, you know, hate to get my TD Jakes on, bro. But you know, I get my TD Jakes on right quick, bro. It's about having faith, man. That's 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 literally what that's about. Being confident, leaving the burden at the altar, the feet at the hem of Christ, and then walking out with the confidence, knowing that He's got your back. That's what it all boils down to. Yeah, like like you can't lose. Like even if you lose, like you you were meant to lose. If that makes sense. Absolutely. So that's what I learned this week, man. YBA, man, wrap us up, YBA. Wrap us up. Yeah, you know what? I just learned just, you know, in, in, in your life and how you go, you can you can give and you can give and you can give. Mm. And it, it, it ain't ever good enough for some folks. Mm. It just ain't. And you got to be okay with that. You got to know that, that, and that, you know, some people – they're on a different level. They're wanting different things that mm-hmm. that you know you you think that 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 you're on the same page and you got the same uh, goals and and, and uh, this ain't me and Lisa. We we own it. Like we, we own it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don't do that. Uh, Don't do that. For the record, shout out to my boo. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like just just knowing that that like you you think that you know even though you might be a little different, like hey, we're working towards the same thing. Yeah. But then you find out, no, nah, you you're not. You're not. Yeah. Some people some people really are about. It's, it's about them, right? It's about. Yep. Um, I was I was watching a guy. He's he's uh he's he's uh running for president right now. Um, uh, Cornell West was, was saying something this week. Yeah, and talking about the life that people live, and, and he he made a statement that, that kind of stuck with me, kind of like you. Mm-hmm. He said, "I don't have a brand. I have a cause." Mm. And, you know that really made me think. Yeah, you know that that, that you know he was talking about just the modern day and the way people think that a lot of people. It's about their brand. It's about it's about how they're seen by the rest of the world, mm. and that's just that is just not the way to live. Right? Yeah, that's a we got living for a cause. Do you know the Lord's gonna bless a cause? That's true. I don't know, I don't know if He's out here to bless bless a brand, unless unless that brand's got a cause with it. Brands can have that. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Just it just ain't good enough for some folks, and that's okay. That's all right. You gotta you gotta realize. You know, speaking of. Uh... Speaking of brands and causes, um, I can't talk too much about business on here, but I'm just gonna shout out this uh charity called Nana Grants. They are a uh charity, and their purpose is to pay for childcare for single women that are going back to college hmm. to get a degree. Oh, okay. Hmm. So shout out to Nana Grants. Uh, if you got some bread, send it to them. Send um, it to them. Hey, you don't get no better than that. Yeah, it is a good cause. This is a real good cause. 
All right, let's let's dive into the meat of this episode. Shout out to Boy Gov sending me sending me some material this week. Uh oh, was he the one that sent you that? Yes, sir. He's on the lookout, man. I I uh hey, I, I, I see us, man. I was gonna play the video, man, but I found an article which gave a little bit more uh insight. So I'm just gonna read the article and then we're gonna react. Oh, good, good, good. All right, so an anonymous traveler revealed on Reddit that he recently left his wife holding the bag and her skinny no-foam latte in an airport departures lounge after she snuck away from the boarding gate for a quick coffee shortly before their transcontinental flight was due to take off. The shock confession posted only days ago to the two hot takes subreddit had already reeled in nearly 8,000 comments. Many users were unequivocally supportive of the deserting dad who was determined to get to the East Coast to see his daughter at college, even if it meant the fight of the century with his left-behind left behind spouse. The 47-year-old man from the Pacific Northwest began by explaining that traveling with his 43-year-old wife is not a great experience. He describes himself as a type A person, while his wife is the opposite. I like to have everything organized and make sure that we get there, get where we need to be early, especially when traveling, he said. My wife is the opposite, very go with the flow, and we will get there when we get there. The couple have been together for over a decade. The daughter is from the man's previous marriage. She is now in college on the other side of the country, and the couple traveled there as often as possible to see her. The man explained that he had been on edge leading up to the couple's most recent trip because last year, his wife's antics caused them to miss their original flight to visit their daughter. She slept in after he had tried to wake her five times mm -mm. and then decided to take a shower, make coffee, and eat cereal as he anxiously waited to get to the airport. By the time his wife was finally ready and they made it to the gate, their flight had taken off without them. They missed out on two days they had planned to spend with their daughter and he was determined to spend as much time as possible with the girl this time. Due to the last airport mishap, I wanted to make sure I told her we needed to leave extra early as to not miss the flight again, he said, noting that he still had to push his wife to move along. This time, the couple made it to their gate with some time to spare, which eased the man's mind but annoyed his wife, who continued to complain about having to wait to board the plane. The couple made it onto their first flight without any issues and landed with less than an hour until their connecting flight. The second gate was far away, so the couple had to take multiple trains. They arrived in their departure area and was just 15 minutes uh, left to spare. His wife then decided that she wanted a cup of coffee, but refused to offer, refused his offer to buy her something at the little market next to their gate, insisting that she needed a Starbucks coffee. A train mm -hmm. ride away. I told her we couldn't do that. We didn't have enough time. He recounted remembering that his wife claimed there was enough time and would be go by herself if he wouldn't join her. I tried to discourage her, but she was determined. She walked away at a brisk pace for her and said she would be back in time, the man said. Fifteen minutes went by and the plane started boarding, but his wife had not returned. I called my wife, hoping she was nearby. He said she didn't answer. Mm. They called a few groups, then called ours. In the panic, I called my wife again three times. Finally, on the last call, she answered and said she was on her way. It was a long line, and she had to wait a bit. I told her they were almost done with boarding, and she needed to hurry up. The man claimed that he waited at the gate until a crew member told him that the door needed to be closed in two minutes. 
meaning he needed to get in his seat or get off the ramp. He insisted that he tried to plead with the airline worker, but was told that the plane could not be held up any longer. So I boarded the plane. His wife called him a few minutes after he settled into his seat. Uh, let me scroll down. It's getting a little long-winded here. Uh, just to summarize the end of it. He left. She went back home. <laughs> he got back home. Uh, she hadn't talked to him since. Uh, no divorce talk, but um, she didn't. She didn't continue to fight. She just went back home. Mm-mm-mm. So, <laughs> what are y'all doing in this situation? So, look, I guess I, that's a lot more context than there was in the original. Because the first one I had, I had something ready to say. I was going. <laughs> Give me your initial thought. Give me your initial thought. Do what? Give me your initial thought. My initial thought is is that you know what? Like as husbands and as wives, like we have to be ready for our our significant others to make mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they are not perfect, right? They're they're you know the the biblical the biblical um model of looking at that is like we're we're Christ, they're the church. Like, like we gotta be ready. Jesus goes after his people, like he knows that. That they're gonna make mistakes, and the same way they know we're gonna make mistakes, and we mm-hmm. we've got a even a mistake as dumb as that, thinking she could get back in time. Like I, I'm not saying that I would do that, but I could I could see mm. after hearing the article though, this isn't really about her thinking she can make it back in time. This is about her being selfish. Yeah, yeah. That that's what this is about. I mean, that that was this, this is less about you know whether the guy should have stayed. Yeah, and waited on his wife who was who was hurrying back. If you know if Lisa did that and she's I'm hurrying back and I'm going back and forth. Yeah, I would I would say and I'd wait on her because yeah, I, again, I, I think she did something dumb, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm gonna do something dumb in the next 10 minutes and she's gonna put up with me. So um not saying it's right, but after hearing this, you know, that she's done this before, she's got your the family stuff involved. I mean, she's selfish, is what she is. <laughs> you are married to a selfish person <laughs> who who thinks only of themselves. I mean that that you got to get that problem before we can ever be talking about getting on planes at the right time. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry, my friend, but that woman's selfish, and you know it, it sounds like she hadn't dealt with that yet. And that I think you could, you know, I don't think gender comes into play. I think any, either group could do that. But the issue is less about. At first, it sounded like she was scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. Now it sounds like she's selfish. Right? Go yeah. to visit your kid. Get on a plane. You'll be all right. Yeah. Like. Well, I, I mean, now that I know that it's not her daughter, it's her stepdaughter, like, yeah, she's 100%. Oh, I missed that, too. It's, it's stepdaughter? Correct. Yeah, it's from previous marriage. Because selfish isn't the word I would use to describe her. <laughs> I didn't. I missed the stepdaughter part. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, this I've, I've got another like, adjective in mind. All right. I might, yeah, I might, I might go a little deeper now. Because that's, that's, you know, part of being in a marriage where, where you, you, you know, coming in, they've already got kids. Is you got to buy into that. You yeah. can't, you can't go halfway. You, you got to be, you know, you don't can't replace parents, but, but you, you can be a good parent to those kids. Yeah, and go visit them. Yeah, um, make it a priority. Yeah, I, uh, uh I, uh, I kind of sympathize with the guy. Like, I, the, the old me would have. Like you know, I don't know. Like like Gov said, his patience is is thinning. Like 
I'm super, uh, you know, plan ahead, get to the airport an hour early. Let's sit here and chill. I, like, I don't, I don't play around with stuff like that. Like, even at the Falcons game, like, I'm like, let's get there early. Let's beat, like, the super rush at the gate. Like, I just want to kind of be situated. So, yeah, she would have had to get left, bro. Like, you know, she would have had to get left. No question. Like, you got 15 minutes, like, and my daughter, and you're going to miss out on two days or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she had to get left, man. It, it's really and, and, I, and I can identify with being scatterbrained. I'm the one that's always making us late, and Lisa's across the room smirking at me now. Cause, you know, <laughs> like, I'm the one that makes us late. Like, she does too sometimes, but it's me yeah. mostly. Like, but it's never like uh it, it's it's never like I I decide to wake up and I'm gonna go be selfish so that we don't get it's 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 a scatterbrain uh, a way of my view of the world and what I can get accomplished isn't always what what can get done. That mm. it's not that's that's a completely different issue that than what you know we're we're describing here. And that's a that's a woman who doesn't want to prioritize the the family of of you know, that, that, that her husband already has. I mean, I know yeah. this is a question dialed in, but if I could talk to him, I'd say, fellow, you need to get out. Yeah. This ain't it. Like, no, nah, that ain't it. You marry into a family like that, you marry into the whole family. Like, that's that's the truth. You leaving, Gov? Yeah, so here's the deal. You ready? I'm, re I'm listening. I've been waiting and sitting back on this one. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been sitting back. The word I would use to describe this woman is manipulative. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I say that. that I say that because after he and the, hearing her, his re, uh, his account of the first time, yeah, this happened, she and she did that on purpose. Yeah, she playing games. Yeah, yes, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. And y'all know as well as I do. If you buy an airfare to go see somebody across country, mm. change fees and everything else. Mm -hmm. I no, it's one thing to be scatterbrained, but it's 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 crazy that. You are doing stuff on purpose to cost me more money and cost me time. I had a conversation with a friend of mine, and that's the one thing. The older I get, I get I'm fine with wasting my money. I am. I'm fine mm -hmm. with wasting resources. I'm fine with wasting certain certain things. But time is the one resource I can't buy more of. Mm -hmm. And so I don't care who you are. Don't waste my time. Yeah. Yep. And so for him to be married to this lady, and like you were saying, Zach. You know, when you marry into or and, and make or are a part of a blended family, and again, I can't speak from experience. However, I can speak from a decency standpoint. You have to love the entire family, good or bad, because, yeah, true, that's not your flesh and blood, but you ha they are the flesh and blood of the person you want to spend a life with. Yeah. So you have to um, accept them where they're at, where their faults are, and make the best of the situation. Now, granted, this young lady sounded like she was dang near a teenager or or an adult yeah. when they did get married. But again, you know, second marriage, you can't you can't go back and relive the single days of your early twenties. At that mm -hmm. point, you're in your forties. Yeah. Um, you know, those days are gone. That season has passed. So now you are intentionally playing games and and making that. And like the anchor said on the on the video making that man choose between his own flesh and blood and who he married. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. You know, now that I got kids, I love my kids. Yeah. They are my heartbeat. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's, that's, 
at this point, I've got to look out for them and their well-being and put their needs ahead of mine. Yeah. So, and if you marry into a situation where the your spouse has uh, kids, you have to also put those kids' needs ahead of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, so it's all about you. Selfish is, is a good way to start it, but manipulative as well. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I just call bull, and I don't blame him. I hey, would have hey, left hey. her at the gate too, because again, you can pay for yourself to get home. Because I told you we didn't have enough time. Yep. You looked at me like I was crazy, and then you made a conscious decision. Because again, marriage is about having a conversation 50 yeah. 50. You made a choice, you stick with it. So that's your decision. This was mine. But there was a shop next next to the gate that serves coffee, according to the Like You got to go to Starbucks. Come on. Yeah, well, like, like, like you said, kind of looking back on it, that manipulative is a good word because it's a decision after decision. It's not just one decision. It's a decision. It's you know, a the first time of... she made him late, it was it was not waking up, and then it was decide to take a shower, and then it was decide she's going to sit Breakfast. down. Like, yep. You ain't got time for all that. Get up yeah. and go, right? That's that's what I'll tell you. you know, at least I'll tell you, I'm, I'm late all the time. I, I keep us running late. When I get up, it's time to go. I throw some clothes on. If I don't get breakfast this morning, then I don't get breakfast this morning, right? Yeah, yeah. If I, if I don't get what I want this morning because I got I to gotta pick it up so my family can get to where they need to go. Look, I didn't start the morning perfect, but I will finish strong. I will finish. And I in the end, I will do what we got to do to try and get there. So and see, you know. Now I'm curious what other decisions and or choices has she made to prevent him from going to see his daughter? Yeah, ain't no time. Because you know what I'm saying? Because like you said, Zach, that's a series of decisions because again, it's not like he booked the flight last minute. You knew when you woke up, you had an airplane to catch the next morning, mm-hmm. right? So you purposely did things to impede. Oh, I, I, just, I can't. I'm not buying it. So I'm like you, Drake. If I if I knew who homeboy was, man, I'd be like, hey, man, that's a red flag. Yeah, super red flag, man. Yeah, you gotta get out of there, bro. Look, you you said you want to know more about you know what it takes to you know go out there. The other stories. I'm just trying to figure out going to dinner with her. Like, how do you get through your normal life <laughs> with a person who manipulates time so mm. selfishly? I mean, she's going to do it when it comes to your daughter. Yeah, she's going to do it when it comes to your regular time too. Oh right? yeah, things. Of course. You're right. And, of course. and that's, not, that's not the kind of person you want to be with. That's not nah. the kind of person that you want to that, that that when they manipulate the time to themselves all the time. Yeah, that's not. You know, bust my wife's heart. I love her to death. She will go and sit in a bookstore with me. Cause she knows that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do is I just want to go browse some bookshelves. And bless her heart, she has spent hours <laughs> on end, yeah, sitting either in the parking lot or sitting in a bookstore, watching the kids, waiting on me. And I'll do the same for her. I'll do the same when it, when it comes to stuff that she wants to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll either watch the kids while she goes out with the girls, or you know, like we, you know, there. It's rare that the two of us say no to each other when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like you, it, it is a sacrifice you make for for your spouse. Yeah, it ain't always gonna be perfect, but but you gotta be willing to to do that kind of stuff with your spouse for the sake. Like like you said, you don't get time back. So that's a whole fact. All right, man. Well, I think we all agree that homegirl got to get left, man. Yo, shout out to Megan Markle too, bro. What you do? We'll talk about it later. I missed it. I don't keep up with that news. Sorry. On the next episode. I'm a, I'm a fan. Speaking of manipulative. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see what this is. Leave that royal family.
Hey, <laughs> no love for that crew. I'm gonna miss that you. flight. All right, I'm sorry, I'm joking. All right, let's get to some questions right quick, guys, from the greatest podcast audience in the universe. Yes, sir. Uh, this was one from last week that we didn't get to. Uh, fake name Silver. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, I love these movie questions. Yo, shout, shout out to whoever sent these movie questions in, bro. Good one. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? The worst. All right, that's easy. Yeah, mine's pretty easy, too. Go ahead. I guarantee you've never even heard of this movie. I don't know. Go ahead. Let me hear it. Who made the potato salad? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the uh, black one? Uh, the, the black folk? Yeah, Clifton Powell and Jaleel White? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I got to go watch it. It's good and uh, terrible and hilarious all at the same time. Freaking Urkel. Yo, I see Urkel on the uh, Family Matters reunion <laughs> tour. I'm like, come on, Urkel, man. Like, You can tell everybody hated him, bro. You can tell like, the whole cast hated him. I think it was more the original Harriet in him. Yeah, yeah. That that's what that, that was the, the, yeah, that was it during the time. But, like, you can see, like, all of them now looking at him like, eh, shut up. Stole the show then. You're still in the show now. Shot the joke, man. He did steal the show, though. He was he was only supposed to be on there like six episodes. Yeah, yeah. He stole. He did. He, he was great. The first he started getting ridiculous toward the end, like you know, Kung Fu Urkel and all these yeah, other kind of very very astronaut Urkel. 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 Yeah, it was, it Urkel. Was, Stephon. Stephon Urkel. Stephon Urkel. Yeah, it got a little. Yeah, he got a little cool. Yeah, he was a girl. He was his cousin or something. Yeah, the worst movie you know, I've ever seen is called. The tree of life. The tree of life. The worst movie ever. It's got Sean Penn, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Okay. Um, the first I can't remember who directed it, some famous director. The first like 40 Terrence minutes. Ma- Terrence Malick. Ten, yeah, ten, yeah, thin blue, the thin uh the red, he did some war movie that I like back yeah, in the yeah. day. Mm-hmm. The first 45 minutes, dude, it's, it's nothing. It's like you see like a tree blossoming, blossoming. Then you see like the earth like rotating and like a, a, a embryo getting. Bruh, I looked, I was sitting there, there like I was on my movie nerd stuff back in the day, bro. Like I was sitting in the theater by myself, like watching these movies. I had like a, a, a Oscar blog that I did every year, bro. And I'm like, dude, it's the worst movie. It might be that, and it might be the uh, the movie Mama with uh Jennifer Lawrence when she's like mother, like Mother Nature. That was with uh, was that with Javier Javier Bardem? Yeah, Bardin? yeah, that's pretty terrible yeah. too. But Tree of Life, no question, bro. It's the worst movie I've ever, ever, ever seen. And I've seen some bad ones. Mm. What you got, YBA? That's funny you saying mother. I forgot how bad that film was. It's, that movie's pretty terrible. And I, and I love Javier Bardem. Like, him in No Country for Old Men is one of the best roles I've ever seen. Oh, undoubtedly. Um, I think if I had to pick it, and I I love bad movies. Like, I love a bad movie. <laughs> uh, it is hard for me to not just truly go, man. Yeah. It, how did that happen? Yeah. There's a movie that came out, I don't know, it's 15, maybe even 20 years ago, yeah. called Phone Booth. 
that oh. had Colin Farrell in it. Yeah, he yeah. was stuck in the phone with the whole movie. That movie, yeah, I, that is the only movie I have ever walked out of. When somebody like it, held hostage and like, and let me, let me, he couldn't let hang me, off the phone, right? Yeah, and let me let me tell you this cast, and let's figure out how the movie's so bad. You got <laughs> Colin Farrell, you got Kiefer Sullivan, so Kiefer Sutherland, mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker, Rada mm. Mitchell, mm. Paula John Bark- uh, Parker, Katie Holmes, and Richard T. Jones, all Thank in the same movie. All star cast, like that's a good cast. Amen. How did you make so bad of a movie? That's funny. It, it's just bad. I, I remember being—I <laughs> don't, don't remember who I was with. I just remember looking at him going. I've never been more ready to walk out of a movie than <laughs> And we did. We got up, walked out, and I have never seen the end of that film. I saw about a little over half of it. I'm trying to think what me. I'm trying to think me and T walked out of a movie. Like she usually takes my lead, bro. Like cause she ain't in the movie like that. But we walked out of one movie, but it was oh yeah. I can't stand a bad movie, bro. Especially when you pay to a th- go to your theater to watch it. Like, come on, man. I feel bad. My cousin's been trying to get me to watch Tree of Life for a year. He loves Terrence Malick. Oh man, yeah. He, now, I'm gonna, now, now I'm gonna come in. <laughs> I'm gonna have a bad taste in my mouth when I go to watch it. He's a lit dude, though. dude. Just fast forward to like the first after the first hour, bro. That junk was <laughs> terrible, bro. And he, he like, and you get to the end, it's like that's it. All right, let's go. Uh, this <laughs> fake name is We Love Our Wives at Gmail. Okay, so they they didn't follow instructions. Oh, I don't want to answer this now. Do it. I ain't got that much time, fellas. Come on with it. It's fine. When did you know you were in love? Oh, good lord, man! Ooh. Uh, I'll just give. Let's just give like uh, no next. No, I'm just playing. Let's, let's do like the uh, the the brief answer because we ain't got much time for the long answer. But I, I I can give you a specific moment. I was me and T were dating. We'd been dating probably. It wasn't love at first sight. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I was living with my father in a pretty terrible apartment. And I came home from college and T um, came. And the fact that she came and like hung out in this salon. I mean, it was slum. Like it was the worst I can't I can't even describe how bad of an apartment it was. It was on Bankhead. The rent was like two fifty a month. Like it was the worst Jeez. like living conditions ever, bro. <laughs> and the and she and she and she she thugged it out to come hang out with your boy, man. So I'm like, dude, you can't find that. You can't find that. You can't find you can't, I couldn't get that these days. Like, I can't find a girl to do that these days. What we talked about last week. Like these girls. They they want they want eight hundred credit scores before they even take you to Applebee's. So <laughs> it, 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 was, it, was, it was one of those it, it was one of those dates that like all right she she's the one like I think I think I can build with this one here. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I I think for me it it was uh you know I was working that job when I was in college where I did the the party planning where we where we did parties and bounce houses and all that kind of stuff all over and. I was working a job down at this resort in Florida for a healthcare company. And it was like, man, they, I mean, it was the nicest place I've ever stayed. It was a three bedroom suite. All I do is run a rock wall all day. Like <laughs> I could eat every day at the restaurant for free. It's like a five-star restaurant. Like, this was like, this is as nice as I, and I was all comp because I was working uh, the, the event there all week. And it was just me had the beach views. 
And I hadn't seen Lisa in like about a month because she'd yeah. been traveling and I've been traveling. And by day two, all I could think about was I got to get out of here. I got to go home. Like yeah. I will never be in a nicer hotel, apartment, place. I will never have a better setup deal than what I've got right now. And all I could think about is going home. Mm. All I could think about is getting out of here. That's low. Packing this, packing this stupid rock wall up and going home. <laughs> That's love. I go so, with me. I think it was the moment because Tiffany actually graduated a year before I did. Mm -hmm. uh, we started school at the same time, but I, I took a little extra time, but I left for the extra degree. Um, so she took a little time to, you know, kind of start looking for her real job. She knew she didn't want to live at her hometown. She didn't want to work there. So she started looking for jobs in and around the Atlanta area. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, it was as she was looking, she found the one that she's looking at. Ironically enough, it's still the same job she has right now. <laughs> um, but it was right off Parker Road next to um, RCA mm. and through for AT&T. Yep. And um, shout out AT&T. But it was the moment that she people together. Well, it, well, here's the crazy part about it. Um, when she applied, she got the interview, got the job. Um, calls me and she goes, "Hey, um, I'm good. We're ready to rock and roll. I, I, this, I'm taking this as, as a sign from from God." And I said, "Okay." And so next thing was, "Where are you gonna live?" So she actually moved into my old bedroom in my mom's house for six mm. months um, while I was finishing school. And then um, she got an apartment. I, we ended up getting an apartment after I finished, you know, together and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, it was at that moment where I realized, yo, she's willing to move to my hometown to be close to me mm. um, and didn't know anybody up here, that kind of thing. Mm. And it was at that moment I was like, okay, there, there it is. <laughs> that feeling how did how this all go you go to feel you know, that love and feeling yeah <laughs> you know, I mean it's, it's it's when you realize that thick or thin somebody wants to be a part of your life right that's yeah I mean right. I, I, look it's got to be unconditional bro like if you're gonna love me at my lowest like I'm gonna give you the world or try to yeah if you're gonna love me at, at my bankhead I'm yeah, gonna love you yeah. when we get to the top take you to Buckhead <laughs> Don't go to Buckhead. <laughs> we'll go to dinner. We'll go to dinner at Buckhead. We'll go to dinner. There you go. Go to dinner at Buckhead. Oh, I don't know if I'm living there. Even then, it ain't safe, but okay. <laughs> Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. All right, y'all. I'm going to save these other two for next week, man. Sounds good. I appreciate y'all, man. A lot of good words today, bro. Let me shout out. Y'all got any shout outs, man? Shout out to the Cub Scouts. Oh, yeah, man. Talk about it right quick, man. No, you know, we just, Gus and I went on the Cub Scout. Camping trip this weekend. Had a good time. That's amazing. Are y'all go fishing and stuff? Or yo? uh, a little bit of th throwing a few lines out. I didn't bring his reel, so we had to borrow one. But went out to Bert Adams out here. Yeah, that's. I, I didn't do. I didn't do Cub Scouts as a kid. My brother did. I yeah. left. I did it for about a month. And yeah. I think I, I don't think I, I get kicked out or I quit. I don't know. That's quite a good uh, time, man. But we're trying to get Gus in something. So yeah, he had awesome. a good time. So shout out, shout out to Cub Scout or Terry. She she did a good job. We 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 had a good time out there. Shout out. Good. I'm gonna give a shout out. I'm gonna give a shout out actually to my my Mercer cohort from graduation. Um, okay. And the only reason I'm doing that is because 
you know, it's funny that you take it almost sounds like the real world. You remember the, how the real world you come on? Yeah. You know, you take strangers from all across the world, <laughs> yeah. in the house, da, 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 yeah. Da. yeah. And that's literally what that experience felt like mm. to a point that I've got folks and that I graduated with, we walked with, we're on the phone every day just literally checking in. And mm. so they are, uh, you know, their motivation and their um, uplifting is the big reason why I finished the program. So shout out to them because it's not like they're not just cohort members. They're not just friends. These are family for life now uh, just because of the experience we went through. So shout out to them. Y'all know who you are. Shout out. Yeah, just shout out to everybody, man, listening and uh, go to the website, diapersanddoghouses.com, Instagram, diapersanddoghouses, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. We love our wives. Go to the Facebook group. Check out Relevant IT. Thank you for sponsoring the the Fantasy League this year. Shout out to Good Pods. They ain't giving us no money, but at least they promote us every once in a while. Um, upcoming stuff, we got we got to find a book for the book club this year. Um, so anybody got any ideas with books, send it to us. Um, I got to get some merch. I got to get some diapers and doghouses hoodies made, bro. It's starting to get cold. Yeah, so be, on, be on the lookout for those, man. That's it. Diapers and dog houses, episode seven or eight. <laughs> Love y'all. We're out. All right, be man. easy. Till next week. Peace.